This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Or if they give away too much free information, people won't want to buy from you. I mm-hmm. think it's been the exact opposite for me. Once I give away more free stuff, people want to buy more stuff or they'll even donate. Like I have a donation link on my profile and people used to donate all the time when I did zoom classes and um, IG lives. I'm like, thank you so much. Like I didn't even expect it, but people love supporting people that give away things for free. Welcome everyone to beyond the image, the podcast dedicated to equipping you with the tools, strategies, and insights to unlock the success that you deserve. My name is James Patrick, and I'm an internationally published photographer, best-selling author, entrepreneur coach, and your host on this journey to push past all of the surface level limitations holding you back. The real change we seek is just beyond the image in front of us. To get there, we're going to craft our vision. We're going to live with purpose, and we are going to create legacy. Are you ready? Let's go. What is going on? And thank you so much for tuning in to this, our 173rd episode of the Beyond the Image podcast. So truly honored that you could take some time to get a little information and get a little inspiration to help you in your entrepreneurial journey. It's Friday, which means it's time for another one of our special edition episodes, My Entrepreneurial Journey. And in this episode, I get to chat with my friend, Dr. Stacy Morris, also known online as The Physio Fix or at The Physio Fix on Instagram. And Dr. Morris is a subject matter expert when it comes to leveraging the power of content marketing to build trust and resonance with your audience so that by the time you have something to sell, you have such a loyal fan base of potential clients. So this is a great learning episode for you. Before we get into the interview, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Fitposium Plus. We just had the most awesome live coaching all about how to leverage the power of LinkedIn to explode your fitness business. This was one of our most high active and engaging live coaching events we've ever done in the history of our platform. And anyone who attended can attest to that. I mean, the comments we were seeing fly up were absolutely amazing. Our presenter, Scott Aaron, crushed it. So if you missed it, you can catch the replay and it's available at fitposiumplus.com. Fitposiumplus.com, you get access to live coaching every month, plus all the replays from all the past months we've done. Speakers like Scott Aaron, like Chris Harder, like Kirsten Brown from Strong Fitness Magazine, and so many more. It's all available at fitposiumplus.com. Also, want to let you know that you can contact me directly and ask me any questions. And in fact, I mentioned this on the last episode. I'm working on a brand new free guide about how to stand out online. And if you want to get this guide first before I release it publicly, send me a message, 480-605-3254. That's 480-605-3254. Send me a message, James, I want that guide. And I'll say, all right, I got you. And you'll get it before anyone else. All right, let's dive right into my interview with Dr. Stacy Morris. 
All right, listeners, it's Friday, which means it's time for another one of our special edition episodes, My Entrepreneurial Journey. And these episodes have been doing so extremely well because in these episodes, we get to chat with entrepreneurs who, like you, are in the trenches right now, figuring it out, navigating through, and coming up with amazing solutions to grow their business. Now, in today's episode, I get to chat with my dear friend, Dr. Stacy Morris, who is the owner of the PhysioFix in here, uh, right here in Phoenix, Arizona. And I've had the pleasure of watching Dr. Stacy not just grow her brand, but exponentially grow her brand over the last year. And I'm really excited to have a chat with her to see how she's navigated everything that's been happening through 2020, but where she wants to see her business and her brand and the trajectory of where she's taking things go in the new year. Dr. Stacy, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So let's let's get a little bit of your backstory. So, you know, obviously you, you, your, your company's the PhysioFix. So help edify what the PhysioFix is and what got you interested in the current field that you're in. Okay. So yeah, PhysioFix is like it sounds, physical therapy. So in other countries, physios are called physical therapists. So physio is a term for international physical therapists. In America, we're called physical therapists. So it's the same thing. I just wanted to brand myself in a way so it wouldn't just be Americans finding me, which is actually proven to be extremely helpful because it's been able to help me get my message out to people in other countries in the Washington, D.C. area. Oh, are you still there, Stacy? Okay, ready when you are. Okay, so yeah, the PhysioFix is a physical therapy and sports performance company here in Phoenix, Arizona. I had this vision to not just be a physical therapist for people in the United States, but I also wanted to brand myself in a way that was more international and universal. So when you hear the term physio, that's what people call physical therapists in other countries. Now in America, we're called physical therapists. So that's kind of where my brand came from. I wanted to make sure that it was universal so people would understand that I'm a physical therapist in other countries as well. And the big part of my company is both like injury prevention, injury treatment, and back to sports performance for whoever comes to me. So I get a lot of people that are athletes, high level athletes, and I like to take them from their injury all the way back to their sport. So I integrate a lot of sports performance into their treatment plans and make sure that they are ready to return to play or whatever they want to do. So early on, like I love how even in the name of your branding, you're separating yourself from all your competitors because if every competitor you have is calling themselves a physical therapist and you're the one person in the United States calling your business PhysioFit, you're, 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 you're pulling your competition into an area they can't compete in, which is you're not just tar- you're not only targeting uh, the national market, you're targeting an international market with uh, with with just your brand positioning, uh, which is a fantastic place. I'm curious, like early on, what were some of the the things you did to start onboarding your first clients? I mean, so all my first clients, when I first went out on my own, it was just people that, you know, were local to me that kind of followed me from my old job. I couldn't reach out to them because I had this non-compete agreement. So it was really, it started so local. So I even had this global vision, but it wasn't a global vision until like probably this year. And I didn't make that actually a global thing. Um, At first it was really just local. So I was all my current patients. They followed me and they just kind of 
grew my brand, word of mouth, everything is kind of just like spread like wildfire. It's just, it's kind of phenomenal to watch it grow. And it's been about three and a half years now that I've started my own practice. And over that time, I think it went from just having people in person. And then this last year, when especially when coronavirus happened, I have now gotten, I think, over 1,500 patients that are internationally in almost every single country. That is insane. But I, I want to dissect this because this is a part I find like the most juicy and, and, and the most interesting. We, you know, early on, like it's understandable that our, our, the early adapters to a service or to something we're launching are going to be the people that are closest to really to our center right? So friends, family, you know, uh, past clients or friends of clients, things like that. Why do you think your clients had that obsession with you and your services that they wanted to promote you so much and do that word of mouth? I think it's because I provide something unique that not a lot of other therapists were doing at that time. I think it's kind of morphing into more of that these days, which is phenomenal because that's kind of how healthcare needs to be. And, but that model that I created early on was a one-on-one approach. So most traditional physical therapy clinics, you go in, you see a physical therapist for probably 10 minutes, they write down some exercises, they do some sort of massage, and then they send you on your way to do all your exercises with like a technician or like a PTA, and you no longer get to see that physical therapist. So you're not really getting that guided care and so when I opened up my own practice, I decided that I wanted to only do one-on-one. So everyone gets to see me and only me for one hour. So I get to take them through all of their exercises and like tell them exactly what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong, and help them out in the middle of a session, which you wouldn't normally do in a traditional clinic. Mm. That's so interesting. As someone who's gone through physical therapy myself, I went through that exact process. So when did you reach that point where you're like, I have to create something online because I can no longer serve, like I've reached my time capacity for what I can serve locally. I started, my actual vision when I first started my, uh, on, my actual own business was to start online. And I kind of went about it, I guess, backwards because I realized quickly that you can't be like in the online space without being kind of promoted in that way so that you can reach people in the online space. So I created all the systems back like three and a half years ago to do online physical therapy, to do telemedicine and telemedicine was not really a thing back then, but I created this system so I could take it and I had, you know, a patient here and there. So way back when I had this idea, I was like, this is where the, the profession of physical therapy is going to be going in the future. And I wanted to get like on the forefront of that. And I started creating programs for people so then they could access them anywhere at any time. I did all this stuff three and a half years ago and it was like not till probably even like a year and a half ago that it started to actually take off. So it was kind of nice that I did it way back when because a year and a half ago I was already so busy. I couldn't even imagine starting over and starting the online business at that point. Mm-hmm. So it was created with foresight, but also with a little bit of necessity because as you said, you were already so busy and there needed to be really kind of that next gear for you. Yeah. And that next gear was definitely providing more telemedicine appointments. I do a whole day of telemedicine now. Every Thursday, I just crank them all out. And then I create these online programs. And then the other passive income that I've been able to create is by creating these pre-made programs in terms of 
things that will help people's mobility at home, people's strength at home. I have gym-based programs. I have home-based programs. And I really kind of bumped those up, especially during COVID, because there, that was a need. You know, people had no equipment. They didn't have a gym. And they're like, I want to maintain at least some level of normalcy and try to maintain my strength and my mobility. What do I do? And I was like, I got you. And that's when I like zoomed in. I was like, I made these programs. Go ahead and grab them. And they took off. This is, this is interesting. And I'd love for your uh, feedback on this. You know, we hear a lot, <clears throat> excuse me, which is, you know, well, my service is so different. It just can't be done online or there's no way to replicate what I can do online or, you know, uh, just putting my stuff online. It kind of diminishes what I could, what I could actually achieve. I, I need to be doing it in person. Physical therapy, one would argue it's, it's, it would be difficult to replicate a physical therapy experience online, but you did so anyway. So what would you say to all those people who are hesitating getting their brands online or being able to deliver an online service or product because they feel like th what they're doing is just too unique, can't be replicated online? Well, I think you have to have the certain people, you know, that you're going to be targeting not, this isn't appropriate for everyone. You know, there's those people that they need to come in three times a week because they are not going to do their exercises by themselves. That's not the people that you're targeting. You know, those people have to come in and see you. You're targeting the people that are self-motivated, self-driven. They can open an app. They're, you know, they know how to use technology on their phone and they can just follow a plan. So I think that it's pretty narrow to think of that you can only do physical therapy in person because there's a whole bunch of people that would benefit from skilled physical therapy on their own time, wherever they need to be with whatever equipment they have at home. So just, I would tell that person or those people to, you know, think a little bit bigger because a lot of people don't get really great care and you could be reaching a lot more people if you just kind of had your mind a little bit more open to the idea of doing this physical therapy online. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is so true. And, you know, you look at, there is a divergence in the clients that you're trying to serve, you have clients who they are willing to invest in that in person experience, okay, they have the capacity to invest in that in person experience. But that's not everyone and not everyone needs that in person experience. Some people just need to download a module and they can process through it and they are good to go, right? Yep. And the fact that you saw that you could not only serve more people, but really you're able to help more people because you just opened up the services that you could have to, as, as you said, 1,500 patients throughout the world. So what does that look like and how you manage your time? How does one get through 1,500 patients in almost every country in the world? Well, they're not all 1,500 patients right this second. You know, I think I've had... Like I said, over the last year, probably 1,500. I know I've had just this last, you know, I have probably 10 online appointments a week. That's online patients. So these are custom programs. So there's a difference for me between custom programming and template programming. Template programming, I'm just pushing them to, towards my website and having them purchase a pre-made program. That's how I can get passive income. So those have already been pre-made. They are actual exercises I use with actual patients in person. So they are generic in terms of they may not fix everything, but they will fix a multitude of things. So that's how I'm definitely able to like work with so many people. I've had, you know, like I said, 1500 patients this year, but not all of those are custom programs. 
So a lot of those people, I just get to push into those pre-made programs and tell them like, you know, you have shoulder stiffness, you have shoulder strength problems, you have a rotator cuff injury. This is a program that I've done myself and I have given to so many patients that have benefited before. And once they run through it, they're like, wow, this is, it's really easy to follow. There's a video of each exercise. So that's how I'm able to like save a lot of time because I just push them to these pre-made things. And then once they figure out that that's working, that's great. They run with it. But if it doesn't work for them, then I will make a custom program. But it really cuts down the amount of custom programs I have to do because custom programming takes time. And then I do video feedback for people. I do analysis. We have like messaging. I have to respond to each of these custom program messages within 48 hours. That's kind of the deal with the custom programming. So um, my traditional week looks like Monday is my admin day. So I do all the stuff behind the scenes. I do my documentation. I do my billing. I kind of throw everything out into the world in terms of social media. And then Tuesday, I work with patients in person. Wednesday, I work with patients in person. Thursday, I do all telemedicine and I make custom programs. Friday, I work with patients in person. And then Saturday and Sunday, I kind of have two days off to just chill. <laughs> I, I think you would need it after all that. Yep. Yeah. So what have you, because one of the things I appreciate so much about you is you are so incredibly savvy when it comes to how you're leveraging content marketing to really stand out in the marketplace. What have you learned? Because you went really through different phases here. You had your in-person work only, uh, and then you developed this entire online brand. What did you learn or have to learn about how to market yourself as you're kind of growing this online brand that was different from just your in-person work? I think the biggest thing for me is I had to get over the feeling that I was feeling very like pushy and salesman-y. So, um, excuse me. <clears throat> I think that at first I was like, oh my gosh, like everyone's going to think that I'm just like trying to sell another product. And I was another one of those IG influencers just selling things. And then at the, you know, I had to get in this whole mindset of, no, I am like providing a service. And once I can provide this service and help more people, it's a service. It's not, you know, I'm not selling something that's not going to work. I know it's going to work. So I had to one, get in the mindset of, I'm not a salesman, but I am providing a service and it's okay to feel like I'm kind of pushing this on people because I know how beneficial it is for people. Cause you know, I see people every single day and I know the problems that they come in with and all of these programs help those things. So that was the first thing. And then the second thing was just like figuring out how to make it not come across as so pushy. So I only like drop that I sell things like maybe once or twice a week, as opposed to like every day. I know some people that are like, buy my program. And then the next day they're like, buy my program. And then the next day they're like, buy my program. And I'm like, does that work? Or like, I feel like people would be like, oh my God, just like give it up already. Like we get it, you sell programs. So I like to just kind of, you know, maybe once a month do a sale and then it's not as pushy. And then like maybe once on the weekend when I know more people are kind of tuning in and seeing my content, I will be like, you know, I, I do provide this. Obviously, if you have any questions, reach out to me. Mm -hmm. It's a much softer approach. And, you know, the thing that you do so effectively is your, your, your content marketing could not be stronger in the sense that you give people a reason to follow you on social media because if I have any pain at all or if I have any curiosity about pain, all I have to do is go to your Instagram account at the PhysioFix and you have details on, I, I mean, there must be like 
hundreds, if not a thousand mm -hmm. different exercises and demos showing like uh, how, how the muscles work with the body, how the bones work in the body, like the best stretches, how to, how to unlock things, how to loosen things, how to relieve pain. Where did that idea come from to just share so much content? And did you ever have that fear of, oh, I'm sharing too much, people might not hire me now? No, I honestly never, ever thought that. But I did read this amazing book. I don't know if you read it. It's called Jab, 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 Right Hook. I, I have read it. I don't know if, yeah, I have read it. Okay, yeah. So it talks about how like you got to give, 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 and then you ask for something in return. And so once I read that, I've read that very early on when I started my business. And I was like, you know what? Um, I don't think I'm taking anything away from my like paid services if I give away all this information, mainly because people don't know how to apply it, right? They mm -hmm. could like cherry pick exercises off the internet and it might not provide something that they are looking for in terms of what's perfect for them. That's why, you know, I have the custom programs. That's why I have the pre-made templates. It's all laid out. It's very neat to follow and it's right there. It's easy for them to access. So I don't, I don't think it takes anything away from that to provide so much free content. It actually just kind of gets more information out for people. A lot of people don't realize that they have injuries that can be treatable, you know? And so once they see that, they're like, oh, wow, this is exactly what I have. Oh, this is a way to help. Oh my gosh, maybe I should reach out to her because maybe she has something even better for me and my specific problem. And that's kind of how the, it's, it's a conversation, you know? So people see that, they start conversing, they send me a message. I say, hey, you know, if you're, if you really want a custom program, reach out to me, then they make an appointment. It's just, it's streamlined. It's, I, I think that people, I don't know, I just don't understand why people are in that mindset of if they don't give away free information, or if they give away too much free information, people won't want to buy from you. Mm -hmm. I think it's been the exact opposite for me. Once I give away more free stuff, people want to buy more stuff or they'll even donate. Like I have a donation link on my profile and people used to donate all the time when I did zoom classes and um, IG lives. I'm like, thank you so much. Like I didn't even expect it, but people love supporting people that give away things for free. Yep. hundred percent. What, and it comes from a, a lack mindset and what listeners need to understand is consumers are far too savvy and discernible when it comes to where they're investing, not only their, their finances, but where they're investing their time. You have to give individuals a reason to follow you, a reason to stay following you, and a reason to engage with you. And the best way is to give value to their lives, to say, listen, I have an idea of why you're interacting with me and I wanna be able to support you. And that right there is what's building trust, it's what's building rapport and encouraging them if and when they are ready to take that next step. Because you know, a, a, a consumer goes through three phases. The first phase is awareness. They gotta know you exist, but just because someone knows you exist doesn't mean they wanna buy from you. So the mm -hmm. second phase is nurturing. What your channel does, Stacey, is you are, you are the expert at nurturing your audience about building that trust and rapport by giving value to them. It's, it's the number one way to, to build trust and rapport with your audience. And then the third phase is conversion, which is you've nurtured them enough and they're ready to take that next step. And the important rule to remember is consumers will never take that step before they're ready to take that step, which means you have to do enough nurturing before they are going to be ready to take that next step. I love that. I love how you phrase that because that's exactly like without even realizing it, that's kind of, I guess, exactly what I've been doing. But that's a very nice and elegant way of saying it. 
I, I would love to know, like, what is next on your trajectory? Where, where are you wanting to take you and your brand as, as we kind of swing into the new year? So this year, man, 2020, I know it's been a crazy year for a lot of people, but it's been a year of tremendous growth for me um, in terms of not just social media, but I decided to open up my own facility. So I, I hired, I have two um, employees that work the front desk now. I have one physical therapist and I have a sports performance coach and I'm planning on hiring another physical therapist in the next couple months because the need for amazing physical therapy and that one-on-one -on -one model that I provide is growing. So I need to hire someone else and then I really want to make my own app. So I've been thinking about making my own app for the longest time and I think that I need to start actually making content to make this app, which is going to take so much time. It's probably going to take all <laughs> next year to make the content because I would need a voiceover every exercise. Like the way that I do exercises right now is I usually just write a caption at the bottom, like focus on doing this. But this next phase is like me actually explaining each exercise as I'm doing it. So that's going to just take some more time, but it's that next level. Like I'm providing even more uh, benefit for people so they know exactly what they should be feeling exactly what they should be doing for each exercise and I think that's even more beneficial for them God, that is so amazing it, it is just honestly Stacey it has been such an honor to watch your trajectory which is not just red hot it is white hot and you just own your platform you own your position so unapologetically and it is such an inspiration to other entrepreneurs within this business where can listeners go to to connect with you and learn more about all the amazing things you do but also to see how, how like let's pull back the curtains and see how you actually do what you do day to day um, Instagram, like I share pretty much everything. And I think that's another reason why people like to follow me too, because I don't just share myself. I share a lot of my patients and behind the scenes of like what's going on in my life. So Instagram at the physio fix, you can also go to my website, the physiofix.com and everything is pretty much in my bio and my Instagram. So it has the links to everything that's important to me and every kind of platform I have. That is amazing. And for listeners, this is an opportunity to not just do what we say to do, like, hey, learn from us, but actually just go to her page and just watch how she does it and do what she does. Like, I mean, not copying her, but look at how she develops the right content for the right audience to build trust and rapport and ask yourself what you can do in your business to serve and show up for your audience. Dr. Stacy, thank you so much for being a part of this. I, I, I'm just so appreciative and so grateful for you and for taking the time to just share your story to help our listeners. Of course, seriously, anytime that you want to talk about anything, I'm game. I'm always here to share my expertise, even though I don't think I'm an expert at all. I'm still learning and growing, but I'm happy to help. That's such an important part. And just thank you again so much. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Image. For more information on James Patrick's work and live events, please visit jamespatrick.com or jamespatrickworkshops.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 